And welcome once again to Heart to Heart here at Pure West Radio with myself, Lynn Cheryl Perfect, and Emma Ruth Thomas. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening, Emma. Good evening, everybody. And welcome once again to the last Sunday of December. Oh. 
Oh, isn't it going to be a fantastic night tonight? We have got a mega show lined up for you tonight. We've got some fantastic music lined up from all the way through 2018. Some favourite tracks of yours, many requests for all you wonderful listeners out there joining us tonight here on the Airways at POS Radio. We're also going to be talking about New Year's resolutions, so don't forget, get in touch. You can text us on 60777. Just remember to put PWR before your message and let us know know any new year's resolutions that you have in mind or if you have a to-do list if you've got a wish list that you want to achieve for 2019 emma christmas how was it for you ho 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 it was fantastic did santa come (laughs) yes santa did come (laughs) you had a delivery me too i was a very good girl I had my stockings filled. Oh, lucky girl. Lucky girl. Santa came to my house too. I was a very good girl. So I was exceptionally pleased. I was on the good girl list this year. As I am every every year. year. As I am every year. And also, we have another lady joining us this evening, a beautiful lady by the name of Amanda Evans. And she's also on the good good girl list because she's joining us from homeless Pembrokeshire so we're going to be talking to her a little bit later on in the show also with a lovely guy that we have joining us called Andy and he's also been supported by homeless Pembrokeshire so we're really looking forward to talking to you about that so anybody can call in if you've got any questions throughout the show the telephone number is 01437 764455 but before that we're going to take it away with some more fantastic music and this is Pink and who knew you took my hand you showed me how you promised me you'd be around uh-huh that's right i took your words and i believed in everything you said to me yeah that's right Till we meet again 
So there we have Pink and who knew? So who knew that the start of a new year is the perfect time to turn a new page? Which is probably why so many people create New Year's resolutions. It's a fresh start, a chance to to eliminate those bad habits and get into a routine. But of course, New Year's resolutions are much easier to make than they are to keep them. And I have to say that by the end of January, I did some research that many people find that they've gone by the wayside or settled back into old patterns. Only 9% of people actually reach their goals. So let's set some goals, shall we, and raise some standards for 2019. Let's try and make a 10%, shall we, Emma, instead of the average nine? Oh, yes, we can do that. So have you got any New Year's resolutions this year, Emma? Well, New Year's resolutions, it's something, I'm thinking of something to um, to give up or to pick up. So to give up, I'm going to do my very best to cut down on my sugar intake because my tummy is getting big after Christmas and all that chocolate, she says, munching into another bite of these gorgeous cookies. Um, and to take up, um, yes, I'd love to take up a lot more fun, adventure, getting out there, doing things not just sitting back thinking oh wouldn't it be nice this year is going to be the year that um that i do it excellent well i have to say that one of the things i'd like to do is travel i'd like to do a little bit more traveling as, as some of you may know i've just recently come back from a solo trip to pakistan absolutely amazing adventure absolutely loved it very warm welcoming people there very safe and i had an amazing time i have to say so yet yeah, more traveling is definitely on my card for 2019 so i've been asking around and we've had a few messages in don't forget you can text in as we said six zero triple seven, remembering to put pwr before your message or of course you can call in on 01437 764455. Shelby has said that she's hoping to stop smoking and to do a little bit of exercise more. And we also had Sue, she messaged in and she says that she has one thing that she'd like to tick off her wish list is to be able to drive and go to different places. Now that would be amazing, wouldn't it? It really would. You can drive uh, Lynn, Sue. <laughs> yes, you can come with me. We can go travelling. We can be the travellers of Pembrokeshire. Why not? Also, we've got Gail. She said that she's made herself so ill from worry, bless her heart, that it's important for her to uh, to change that, to get a positive mindset. And I oh, think that is important. Yes. Yeah, definitely, definitely, oh, definitely you, important. So there's a few of the uh, resolutions or some of the to-do lists. So if you've got any that you'd like to share with us here at Pure West Radio with myself and Emma, please get in touch. As we said, you can Facebook messages or you can text in 60777, remembering to put PWR before your message. Okay, we've got a request coming up now and then we'll be talking to the very lovely Amanda Evans and Andy. Uh, about the homeless Pembrokeshire. So this next track goes out to you, Carmel. This is one of your favourites. This is Jess Glynn and I'll be there. You know the tears are rolling down your face And it feels like yours was the only heart to break When you come back home and all the lights are out And you're getting used to no one else being around Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
When it's Friday night and the drink don't work the same You're alone with yourself and there's no one else to blame When you still can't feel the rhythm of your heart And you see your spirit fading Especially for you, Carmel. You're more than more than welcome, lovely lady. She's just messaged in just to say thank you for playing that lovely track. Jess Glynn, one of her favourites. Here tonight, this wonderful Sunday evening, the 30th of December. We're nearly at New Year's Eve. Joining me in the studio tonight, here at Heart to Heart, at POS Radio, we have Amanda Evans. Good evening, Amanda. Hello. Thank you for welcoming me along tonight. Oh, you're more than welcome, lovely lady. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Now, Amanda, you're from Homeless Pembrokeshire. Can you give us a little bit of information about that? Like, uh, whereabouts are you based? At the moment, I'm working from home, so it's a bit cramped, as you can imagine, with sleeping bags, rucksacks. Oh, bless you. Dogs trying to live, (laughs) as usual. Um, So we provide an emergency rucksack um, for anyone that would, if they did walk out of the house, for example, with nothing. Uh, And in that rucksack is a sleeping bag, a mat, stove, toiletries, first aid underwear everything that someone would need to and we hope that would help them for the first 72 hours so so anybody that finds themselves in a bit of a predicament in a situation they're able to come to you and they're able to get those facilities a rucksack that has and could you just run that through us again you said that there's a um because that, that was quite an extensive um quite a lot of items there going in a rucksack yes yes it, it's, a, it's a tent it was a 60 litre rucksack so it's just okay. about enough that you'd want to carry about with you and in there's a, a pop up tent yeah. because we have to find it's at night time and it's, it's a lot easier just to spring a tent open uh, a sleeping bag and mat there's a pillow in there 
We're trying wow. to think of everything. Uh, so they can have shelter over their head. Yeah. They've got um, a, a, a sleeping bag to be able to keep warm. Yeah, yeah. Um, change of clothing, um, underwear, uh, hand warmers, first aid, a stove, easy to prepare food items, uh, foil wow. blankets, cutlery, chin opener, even everything you can imaginably think of. Well, I have to say that's absolutely amazing because I hadn't actually heard until Emma had said I hadn't heard about homeless Pembrokeshire at all. In fact, I have to say that I haven't seen myself personally. I didn't know that we had many people that were homeless in Pembrokeshire. No, no, it's not so obvious here um, as if you would see in perhaps Swansea and Cardiff. It's a different type here too. It's more hidden, hidden away. Um, sofa surfing, I've been told, quite a large problem here. Um, people sleeping in vehicles, bedsits, okay. hostels. So people are like sofa, jumping from one sofa to another, do you Yeah, mean? yeah a couple of yeah. nights on, say, your sofa, and a couple of nights on my Somebody sofa. Somebody else's, yeah. Until they run out of options then, really. And then they're able to come to you? Yeah. Okay. So um, tell me, how long has uh, Homeless Pembrokeshire been running now? It's about 13 months now since I've started. And um, it just started off with knitted hats originally. Oh wow! Um, and I could, but I can't knit. Um, so I, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I'd try and get other people to do it for me. Um, this was last Christmas, um, and over Christmas I think I got five hundred hats. I had so many people knitting hats wow. for me, um, and uh, and after Christmas I wanted to carry on, and so I found out what other things people needed, and uh, and it just snowballed. Um, I quite enjoyed it. Um, and it kept going. It got me meeting more people because I don't I hadn't been living here that long. Yeah. And um, and now we put these packs together. I realise that's what's needed the most. So it's, this is really interesting. I have to say because, like I said, I didn't know anything about homeless Pembrokeshire uh, before just a few days ago. Really, uh, you know, from Emma. But how did you get started? How did it get set up in the first place? What was your inspiration and motivation to be able to set up this charity? Well, when I was living in Kent about five years ago, I was running one evening in February, really cold, frosty evening, um, and I I saw a gentleman huddled in a doorway of a derelict building. And being a woman on my own, I sort of caught the corner of my eye and I just crossed the road and kept going. And next morning, I'd heard on the news that he'd frozen to death. Oh, he uh, was told by the police if he'd broke in, he would be arrested. And so he didn't want to break the law. So he sat in the doorway and he just froze to death. And I was so upset because I thought, I've just passed this this person. And I thought, what an awful way to die. Because uh, I'd experienced hypothermia with some of the challenges I'd done in life and uh, he just died with a few personal belongings around him and I thought what an awful slow painful way yeah. to die really um, and when I went, drove past I remember seeing all the police tape around there um, and it turned out he was in his 30s and he really? had family and, um, and anyway as time passed I, I forgot about that moved to Pembrokeshire thought I saw someone that was homeless turned out he wasn't I think that can be a difficult thing as well if you think that somebody's got family we automatically think that they can go and stay there don't we yeah. that they have the room they have the facilities that if somebody is in a predicament like that and they're in a doorway that they would have somewhere to go because they have family but that's not always the case is it Amanda no no I think with this gentleman he'd had some health problems um, and he preferred to be on his own and and so he just sat there um, and everyone was so shocked, I must admit, um, mm. you know, because then it's like, well, this cold weather, why have we got people out in this cold weather, you know? Um, and so I just thought a sad way. And then when I, when I moved here, it, it, 
triggered my memory seeing someone mm. um, and I asked around and I said how many homeless people have we got uh, I was told we've only got two and I really? thought oh, how come because most, most places have got people that yeah. are homeless so I've had to find out and do a lot of research for myself um, and discover the different forms of homelessness you know like you, I, I talk, people just sat in doorways. I, I didn't realise there was sofa surfing, bed sits, beds in sheds, all the all these different forms of homelessness. So it's been a whole year of research and, and trying to find out what's out there, really. So what have you found out with your research? I mean, have you found out how many people there are actually homeless in the area, uh, in Pembrokeshire? Well, recently there was a research done by Shelter, and for Pembrokeshire they're saying 793. Wow, really? Yeah, so that's, you know, I, I was I was quite alarmed. So um, that's not 793 you're going to see on the street. No. But, you know, it's going to be made up of these figures of sleeping in cars, bedsits, sofa surfing, etc. So, uh, yeah, that is quite a number, isn't it? That for is. a small county. It's shockingly a, a number, isn't it? Yeah. Because mm. you don't see 700 and, you know, that, that amount of people that, like you said, that are sitting in doorways, which is what, what I... When, you, when we have this vision, I think, of people who are homeless, we kind of, like, see that, don't we? Somebody yes. who literally has nothing, they're in doorways. You know, that's the sort of thing, like you said, when you do go to the bigger cities, you, you see things yeah. um, like that. So you brought with you, we've got a beautiful guy here tonight. Thank you so much, Andy, for um, joining us. Good evening and welcome here to POS Radio. Oh, no, cheers for asking me along. Thank you so, so much. Now, I know that Amanda, with the charity of Homeless Pembrokeshire, has been able to assist you um, along your journey. Uh, are you able to give us a little bit of detail about how um, Homeless Pembrokeshire has been able to assist you? Oh, my goodness. So I started off with one ton, uh, one man tent. Now I've got two. Two, oh, wow. two man tents, share yeah. One I sleep in and the other I keep all my stuff. Uh, I mean, when I first got to know Amanda, she gave me a bag full of, oh, it was uh, socks, underpants, food, because I'd already got uh, 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 living in the tent at the time, and, um, uh, and and batteries, see, that's really important for lights, for the radio, that type of thing. Uh, yeah, that's something uh, we don't think about, is it? Just the, the simple little things of batteries and... And even yeah. wet wipes. Uh, yeah. Because I, I'm near a stream. And that's what I normally use to wash. But also, of course, also the local leisure centre here in Haverford West. Uh, Amanda set up so anyone homeless can go there for a shower. Wow, really? But, but uh, if that's not possible, yeah, wet wipes, that, that's uh, the whole lot. It, toothpaste, wow. <laughs> uh, shower gel, every, everything you could think of that you wow. need to get so, you through. So how long have you been houseless then, Andy? It started off in 2006, on and off. Okay. Uh, so I, I've lived in uh, houses in between 2006 and now. So it's about 12 years now, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Uh, first time was probably um, for about six months. Then I, uh, the longest after that was 2010. So that was probably about nine months, something like that. But the longest period was from 2014 to 2017, so three years. And now uh, I went back outside again. April the, the 9th. So how do you find it being outdoors? The start, it felt a bit... If I go back to 2006, I wasn't used to living outdoors. I really yeah. wanted to to be in inside, but there was no choice. You know, I had to, to do it. Now it, it's just like, it's my home. 
yeah. I feel really comfortable. Out in nature. I love, yeah. yeah. I love the peace and quiet, the beauty and the freedom. The stars. Yeah. So it's very hard to... If somewhere, you know, a friend asks me uh, to uh, go and, you know, stop there for the night, it's great to get back again. So, it, so it's now your choice that you, that choice. the land is now your home. Yeah. And everything it throws at me. It's a bit scary. If you're, you know, I can remember the three years. And even recently, um, through the summer, uh, here, when you've got to win 60 miles an hour and torrential rain and, and it's going on for hours and it's hitting the tent. Yeah. <laughs> you get splashing. Uh, yeah, of course. Spray coming into the tent. But then the next day all calm or even a bit later on that night you find something good to listen on on the radio and you just relax wow it's only for a very short period of time you live near noisy neighbors and that's constant and you haven't got the beauty of the outdoors that's what i really love it gives me what i want from freedom. freedom freedom i don't want a fancy car or a big house a well-paid job i want more i want to live as freely as i possibly can that's beautiful because that puts so much pressure on you wanting what everyone else wants and that's i feel uh better off than a lot of people because i have this i've been able to i didn't know whether it would happen or not but i've been able to adapt to the outdoors so so mentally and emotionally you feel healthier i do yeah through through living through living outside it's the most relaxed i've ever felt really (laughs) wait there are, I don't dress, the freedom even goes dressing in the winter, yeah. uh, I normally just, you know, a pair of trousers, a couple of t-shirts with a sweat top or a jumper, but when I was in, uh, just, so I was at two, side, uh, two miles outside of Pembroke, and there was one night, I left Pembroke Dot Library, and it was a bitter wind, it was really cutting through me, I, I went into Tesco's to get a few bits and pieces, and I was shivering. And I thought, well, I've got six mile, five miles to walk home. I should warm up. And not really. But then I had, I had to eat. So mm. that took another hour uh, to actually prepare the food, eat, and then clean everything up. And I was frozen. Like, uh, my feet were like a block of ice. Uh, but I had four sleeping bags and a gas, flat, gas stove. So I put that on for about 10 minutes, got in the sleeping bags. It's kind of quite a really relaxing feeling when you fill the top half of the... might take an hour. You're there feeling really cold, but then slowly you start warming up. And I tell you, that's a really nice feeling. It, you've, it just feels so comfortable. Look, the feet never... Yeah, I fall asleep. So it's a reverse. I yeah. fall asleep, wake up, and I'm sweating. And the feet are nice and warm. Yeah. Just listening to you, and I was just thinking about the weather conditions when the snow comes. Have you had any experiences with that? With no, I haven't. I haven't actually been out in the snow. Just hard frost, and not many of those. It's very mild here. And during the, well, I'm from Banbury originally, and I never really went through the winter there. It can be a little bit harder in certain parts uh, of um, England, maybe, than it is here because it's quite mild. But I'm. Sh- I suppose, yeah, I've never been to camps in North Wales in the, the winter. Yeah. Listening to your story, Andy, it, it's very refreshing. It's very freeing to think that you're, you're making that choice to be yeah. houseless and to be able to live out in nature, which I have to say I think is absolutely beautiful. I, I'd love to be able to give it a, a go myself at some see, point. See, I've got a... Um, the tents I've had before have never been that great, but um, I've got this one. Amanda helped me get it, a, 
as well, and it does withstand. It's withstood the the torrential rain so far. Before I had to, just a basic two man tent, a Euro hike, and I had tarpaulins over the top. But the trouble is, you keep using the zips all the time. It had a little porch. The zips broke on that. The zips broke on the inner tent. I, I kept pegging the inner tent, then I got fed up with that. I just left it open and mm. had the tarpaulin probably about two feet over the, the front of the tent. Just get used to everything. So even you've got an eight, probably, well, you've got a gale force wind blowing overhead. And yeah, I never got wet, never got flooded out in that when I was there for three years. So, uh, I you'd have little, you'd see the ceiling of the tent starting yeah. to. Oh, yeah, no, just start, I, I understand that the, the water yeah. starting to, just it makes a little bit of a dip, doesn't it? I know because I've got uh, gazebos at home and when it rains, they tend to dip and there I am pushing it, pushing it out. I have, I'll, maybe I'll give it a go as the experience of being underneath it because I think that's important, isn't it, for our own growth yeah. to be able to have these experiences. Yeah. So although well, yours has been um, one of choice to be it, houseless, yeah. which, you know, I, that it's fantastic that you live that freedom and you love it. Not everybody is as fortunate as that are they um amanda because not everybody is a choice is it no no some times um it's just sprung on them they might have had a relationship you know to get, to get out straight away mental health problems um or you know financial problems and so um it can happen sort of overnight um and they just don't know where to it can turn. happen instantly can't it instantly. you know there could be a, a, an argument at home and it could be yeah there and then yeah. if any of our listeners have got any questions that they'd like to ask amanda or andy in our studio please get in touch the text message is six zero triple seven remember pwr before the message or you can call in on oh one four three seven seven six double four double five or of course you can hit us up on facebook and private messages any questions that you may like to ask we're going to take it away with another request now. This is for Max and John. This is Cher and Walking in Memphis. Put on my blue suede shoes and I boarded the plane. Touch down in the land of the Delta Blues in the middle of the foreign rain.
to see you when you haven't got a prayer. But boy, you got a prayer in Memphis. Now Gabriel plays piano every Friday at the Hollywood, and they brought me down to see him. They asked me if I would do a little number, and I sang with all my mates. He said, "Tell me, are you a Christian child?" And I said, "Man, I am tonight." was Cher there and walking in Memphis. It's come to that time of the evening where we radiate out our healing energy here in the studio here at Pure West Radio in the heart of Halford West. Myself and Emma are going to send out our healing energy to all those in need tonight. So please, if you have any anybody that is in need of healing, whether it be due to circumstances, situations, maybe there's ailments on a physical level, it may be your loved ones, it may be your friends, it may be your family or even your animals, please just send out those thoughts now and myself and Emma will just tune in to your energies and to this wonderful track of Heal the World with Michael Jackson. We'll just radiate our energy to you now. about um, the generations and to say we want to make it a better place for our children and our children's children so that they, 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 they know it's a better world for them and think they can make it a better place. There's a place in your heart and I know that it is love brighter than tomorrow And if you really try You'll find there's no need to cry In this place you feel there's no hurt or sorrow There are ways to get there If you care enough for the living Make a little space Make a better place Heal the world 
Michael Jackson there and Heal the World. Just remember that healing energy will radiate right the way through the night to everybody who's in need of that little extra energy. So here we are at PUS Radio in the heart of Haverford West. Joining me tonight, we have Amanda Evans, also Houseless Andy. And joining us from Torbay, who's just called in, we have Lee. Good evening, Lee. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pure West Radio here on Heart to Heart tonight with myself and Emma. And you called in because you said that you had a similar experience. Um, Can you talk us through that, going back a while ago? Hi. Yeah, sure. Um, I'd just like to congratulate Amanda um, on what she's doing because um, I have a friend that lives in Pembroke and um, he's actually informed me of um, what Amanda's actually been doing. And um, and I was actually quite shocked because um, I've actually been homeless myself and a member of my family. And most of the charities that we've approached um, doesn't actually offer nothing like Amanda does. So God bless you. I was actually, um, my mate told me what radio station that he was going to be broadcasting. And I was actually quite touched by um, what, she, what, what, what she witnessed in Ken. Yeah, and then um, I thought I'd phone up and just say um, I think that she's doing a really good job because um, where other charities get funding from government, um, all they give you is like a blanket. And I was actually quite shocked to hear what um, what you got given in like the pack, like because when you actually, if you actually become homeless, it's just um, other charities, any every any other charity that I went to didn't offer that um what what amanda's offering um just asking you on that note what lee's mentioned where where do you get your funding from amanda um it's what we generate ourselves so we've we've done a bucket collection before in morrison's um and tesco's they've they've worked really well um and all the contents of the pack are donated by members of the facebook group so it can be anything from a pair of socks to a toothbrush sleeping bag everybody has a little input uh, thermals to the packs so everyone you know, even the bag itself everything's been donated it's all brand new it's all lovely I, I wouldn't give someone something that I wouldn't want to use myself um, so uh, yeah everybody contributes um, this weekend I've had to go and buy fuel for someone that was homeless so when we do get a little bit of funds it's useful for that is that for the heating yes the I, had to yeah. buy some, yeah. I had to buy some fuel for someone but I think I know who the person is, Lee, who's your mate. And it's been a pleasure, it really has, to help him. Um, lovely person uh, who now wants to volunteer for us as well. Oh, bless him. I think they like to give something back too when, once we've helped them. They don't need to, but I think they like to. Yeah, I, I want to say thank you so much, Lee, for calling in because it really is appreciated. You know, words, um, they say so much, don't they? You know, just that, just that gratefulness is a huge gift, especially at this time of the year. Uh, regardless whether it's Christmas, New Year or any time of the year because as we've said, not everybody um, it's not just at Christmas time that people need to find somewhere to stay No, no, it's all year and we've got to try and keep the momentum going I think homelessness is portrayed a lot over the Christmas period um, but we have to try and keep that momentum going because it's not not just Christmas it's an all year problem Um, and I vowed I just wouldn't give up in January you know, we, we keep going um, I mean, I was out even on Boxing Day, and it was off by chance that two people come up to us, uh, both individual cases needing help. One we could help pretty much straight away. The second one was a lot more complicated. 
Um, so they'd spent Christmas out on the on the streets here in Pembrokeshire, I'm afraid. Yeah, I know that you're helping um, Pembrokeshire, Amanda, but just coming back to you, Lee, on our phone lines, do you find that in Torbay that you have, um, a, is there a high rate of homelessness there? No, because obviously um, on, in, in Torbay it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's worse than, I've actually managed to visit like Pembroke Dock, Harford West and like the local areas up, in, up your way. Yeah, and it's literally like it is in, in Torbay, Exeter, uh, even Barnstable, Taunton. Um, it's it's there, there's a there's a lot more homeless people on the streets, so it's like a lot more noticeable. But, um, like you said, it's not just the people in the streets that are homeless; it's like the ones that are sofa surfing or yeah. like um, the sleeping cars. So or sheds, um, as Amanda that, said. There's also yeah. that. There's on top of that. There's also like. Um, there's a hidden uh, homelessness. Um, obviously, I noticed on um, Amanda's Facebook page that she set up for like homeless homeless Pembrokeshire. Um, they just recently got a new shower mobile shower unit. Yeah, yeah. Which is, um, the, the other aspect of being like homeless is not being able to like wash properly, and then um, people like stigmatising you like being smelly and like not being able to like keep hygiene obviously because if you're homeless you've got no running water and yeah. unless you're like literally next to a street so yeah and andy did say I, yeah I think, about I think that's another really good thing yeah about using well. wet wipes and using the river if you hadn't uh, until more recently where um you'd said that now that is it the leisure center yeah amanda set it up with the leisure center here in, in Hafford west, west yeah. so if anybody isn't able Excuse me. If anybody isn't able to, um, they can just go along. And okay. And that, th- is there a certain hours that that's available, Amanda? No, they can get. I usually um, give them a card just to say that that person is known to us, and could they have a free shower? Uh, and once they get to know that person, they normally the staff just wave them through. We we've been able to provide them with towels and um, you know, shower gel, that type of thing, a bit of shampoo, so they can which are all wash. donated as well. Yeah, every every single thing's donated. Um, it's about us help all helping each other we can all contribute in some way as a community yeah, yeah. so everyone gets a little bit of um input you know it's, it's not about just throwing money at, at something it's about he- everyone helping someone else everyone's got a value um, absolutely so uh, you know exactly yeah sorry I, Lee. I don't i don't i don't sorry sorry to interrupt. i don't That's think right. um as a society because we're like all social media like facebook twitter um a, a number of like, other like um things that you can chat to people on, online and yeah like, social media yeah contact. I, don't, yeah. I, I, don't, I just feel as a society that we are um, going further further like we're like if, we, if you're homeless I think they said in the government not very long ago if you're homeless that you'll actually be seen as a problem and that you should be arrested no it was yeah. in the news a couple of years ago mm. and, um, and I think as a society we should look at like things really seriously before we actually get to that stage because um that's not what life's about. I no, think, it's I not. Life was about like helping each other. Absolutely, um, it is about joining being together. Each other and yeah. Not just um, stigmatizing people and like and um, being embarrassed um, and just walking away or feeling like you're in fear because homelessness can happen to anyone. I mean, I think someone said to me before, you're three steps away from homelessness. Whether it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. So um, not being able to pay your mortgage, you've lost your you lost your job not being able to pay your mortgage, and then you're homeless. 
Yeah. And, and, and again, bills, you know, if people with this is something else, you know, as part of the resolutions that are being coming in for next year is people want to get out of debt. And that's another thing, isn't it? You know, people, when they feel the pressure from society, um, from family, maybe, maybe even from friends that they, they have to have certain clothing shoes, whether it be labelled shoes, named shoes, also that they have to provide so many, you know, so many presents, um, a bigger family that, I mean, these days, some of the things that are so expensive anyway. So that can get you into debt which can then actually spiral and, and move was, into another yeah, situation was, couldn't it was like the, the, the thing I was saying about like um, society like we put too much emphasis on like having the best things when to be happy in life you really don't need like the best or most expensive things like Andy said yeah uh, it can be like the most simplest things that you know, I mean that you can be happy with yeah absolutely um, and I think you know, I mean maybe that's why some people do end up choosing because it's like too stressful because it's like too much pressure but um, that, that's what we're doing as a society and that's what I was going on about so yeah, thank you. Thank you so, so much for calling in tonight, uh, Lee. Um, I know that your words have touched Amanda's heart and, and aided so much to know. I think when you get validated, isn't it, Amanda, that yeah. you know, I know you have so many people thanking you, but just to have that extra little phone call from Torbay, yeah, you know, someone yeah. a little bit further afield that yeah. has heard about you. And, and certainly maybe this might be a step in going forward. You know, we'll talk to our listeners um, shortly to be able to say how they can get hold of you, you know, should they want to donate or if there's any way that they can help, but also maybe other uh, Facebook groups that maybe can work in conjunction with you to maybe um, change some of the ways that they deal with homelessness to do some of the things that you do yourself. I think that's uh, to provide for those people who are houseless. Yes, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lee, for calling in. Um, it's been an absolute that's pleasure right. talking it's to a, you. Pure West Radio. So. Oh, bless you. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, uh, you could possibly be the last caller of uh, 2018, <laughs> especially on our show anyway, on a, a Sunday evening here at Heart to Heart. So thank you so much for tuning in. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Well, I should have said you've been tidy to me, so I'll be tidy to you. Oh, bless you. You're <laughs> a sweetheart. Have a very, very happy New Year. And you. Okay, thank you. Right, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Happy New Year, Lee. Bye. Happy New Year. Bye, Lee. Bye. Oh, bless him. That was a lovely call, wasn't it? it to was. be able to yeah, have... Yeah, lovely. Just to have that confirmation that people know about you, Amanda, and about the good work that you do. Yes, it's not just here in Pembrokeshire. I think the word's spreading slowly. Yeah. I yeah. don't expect anything. I never I have. always but... say to Amanda... I, uh, oh, sorry. I always say to Amanda, I've seen her in tears at times when... She's really done a lot for people, and they they've let her down. Why? Why do you do that? You know, it's well. I'm why sure. Why put yourself through all that hardship? But yeah, yeah, I can. You know, I do understand as well. It, it takes a very special person for them to be really affected by what they see going on out there, and yeah. there's no one else giving them the help. So, and just helping, even if it's just yeah. one person, I yeah. know that makes a difference to your life. It really does. Yeah. It, really it, it certainly does. That's right. And he, yeah, you know, I've not known Amanda long, but um, I, I remember when I first met her, this was at the gallery. Uh, and uh, after she left, I said to, to Barry, who runs the gallery, and I went, gosh, she's a, a, a mixture of Doc Cotton and my mother, you know, because <laughs> of the Kent accent and yeah. just caring for me, like my mum. Yeah, it's, it was incredible. There was one time in going back to September, 
she brought me a gift a moped they've come out with a beer and it comes in a container with a logo on the front and a glass with a logo on it and yeah she she brought me a bless your heart because it's something that's important to you yeah, yeah. that's right yeah. yeah yeah which is yeah, and I've, validation I've of never a, had that well maybe a few times before but not uh, like this you yeah. know, uh, validation cool. of a human life is absolutely huge and that's yeah. what uh, the homeless Pembrokeshire is really all about we're going to dedicate this next track to you um, Amanda I know this is one of your favourite groups this is Madness and Our House
Radio. See the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page. Time flies by when the night is young. Daylight shines on an undisclosed location. Location. Bloodshot eyes. 